0: We told you we were going to do it. Episode 282. We have big podcast because, guys, you're going to be listening to this on Monday morning, but right now it's 10 o'clock Sunday night. The NHL playoffs start tomorrow. Holy fuck. I just That's got horny. Uh This is your host, Ked. I'm hanging out with my co-host, Brownie. Browning. what's going on, brother?
1: Another way less than 24 hours away from puck drop uh mm-hmm. i'm glad that the uh i knew it was gonna happen but it's just always nice to see it for sure that the bruins and the rangers aren't playing on the same nights you know what i mean yeah th- dude thank god right like yeah. that's
0: kind of yeah. cool it gives us something to kind of look
1: forward to you know what i
0: mean yeah. like I, i'll probably end up watching the bruins on the nights that the rangers aren't doing it so okay.
1: actually i told my wife tonight i go hey just just so you remind you uh tomorrow the nhl playoffs start and she goes you fucking kidding me she goes how long does it go to i go mid-june she's like what <laughs> like she puts it out of her head every year
0: it's the best it's the best time of the year
1: yeah um oh um, that would be good that'd be good music like it's the most wonderful, wonderful. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah dude it, it's it's gonna be fucking
0: sick uh before so we have like a little bit of NHL news to talk about then we're gonna kind of break down each series talk about different stuff for that uh i do have kind of breaking news well like not breaking news i didn't tell anybody this until now um I reached out to Andy Strickland, uh, the blues guy, and to see if he'd come on the pod and he agreed to it. So we're just gonna set up a time. So nice. in the in the future we're gonna have Andy on. We're gonna talk about blue season, where they go. Um, so that'll be pretty fucking cool. But that's kind of really my update. What's going on, with you anything?
1: No, nothing. I uh Nothing since what we when did we podcast? Like three days ago. Probably, yeah, but dude, in, in
0: those couple of days, like the weather changed where I'm at. Oh my and... god, yeah.
1: It well here it went from like 90 degrees the day we went to the zoo on Friday. Hot. Yeah. So like all the animals just lay in there. My daughter's like, is the rhino dead? I'm like, no, no, he's just resting. Um to today, uh, it was like 48 degrees and raining at quarter of nine this morning while I'm on a field. Trying to wrangle six-year-olds because I'm the assistant volunteer fucking coach who had to sit through two hours of online concussion and uh sexual assault fucking modules to make sure you know I, I know what's You're not here. a creep, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh that's
0: crazy because we're not that far away from each other, and it was like 89 here today.
1: No, no, I got some no. fucking
0: sun today, dude. I spent the weekend fucking Went to the gym, played softball both days, went to Vapor last night, the fucking little casino. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh they had this band called Skeeter Creek on there. It's like all 90s and modern day country. Oh, I would
1: have so- thought they would have been like a uh who's the who's that band up on Cripple Creek? I don't know what that is. Up on Cripple Creek. You send me ooh, ooh. Dixie feet? No. Ooh. Dixie Chicken. Dixie. If Tennessee. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have no idea. Okay. Well, well there's a me and a couple for next week. It was sick though. They they were really good
0: music, but nice. I mean, I think uh, so it went from being 90 and the next week it's supposed to be like 50. So yeah. kind of all over the place. Upstate New York, one of the very few places on planet Earth where you can experience all four seasons in just one day. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's pretty crazy. But NHL playoffs. If the weather's nice this week, watch some games outside. It's going to oh, be man. sick. So, um, yeah, let's just kind of hop into shit and yep. and I was going to do me a but We don't we have perfect? it. We were perfect. Has that ever no happened?
1: Yeah. I don't think so. Wow. That's a sign you should email her back.
0: <laughs> wow. I think you're right, dude. I think yeah, that's the universe. <laughs> um, I just thought of something. How do you feel about at the end of the year when everything's wrapped up, we do like an end of the year uh blogger awards? Okay. We could do something like that. I think, I, I don't know. Just spit sure. on We'll get to it. But
1: when I was, when I used to coach, we used to do superlatives for all mm-hmm. the seniors. So we made sure every kid got a trophy, right? You know, but it was funny. It was like most likely to take their shirt off, you know, shit like that. Most likely, could-
0: most likely to order a, shy, a size medium when they're actually. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff
1: like that. It was, it was actually, I was talking to one of my former players today. We were texting back and forth. I mean, we
0: had some good blogs come out. Chad wrote one about uh, Nashville. And what's going on there? And Who wrote Cronin, the one
1: about I, – I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. Uh, If the Oilers don't win the cup, either Dreisaitl or McDavid has to be traded. Was that you? No, it was Matthews and
0: McDavid. No, Pat Cronin wanted to fucking uh, stir the pot today. Nice. Dude. I like he that. Ever, he yeah. was showing me the comments in some of these Facebook groups, dude. It was pretty fucking funny. Like, you know, that that blog is going to move the fucking needles. So. Oh, yeah, for sure um so that was pretty sick but yeah all right no mi culpa so just nhl news before we break everything down so Boop.
1: this is why i don't gamble i would have bet money that you were gonna hit the wrong intro no just i'm a, just... I'm, a prof- I'm fucking this is two, episode 282 i'm a professional <laughs> um
0: Columbus Blue Jackets had parted ways with Brad Larson, who went 62, 85, and 16 over two seasons with the Blue Jackets.
1: Not great. Not no. really giving a lot though. So yeah, it's like, I mean, you just got Gaudreau, right? You know, Line's been there what a a year plus, half a year and a half.
0: I need to, I'm actually gonna fucking look this up right now because for some reason in my head, I feel like Patrick Line a has really fallen off. And I don't know if it's a yeah? thing. Cause so I remember when he was on the jets, they would play the Rangers and he would be like fucking dominant, dude.
1: But, um, but he'd be, he always was dominant, but then he would take half a game off.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at his Winnipeg stats. The first year he got there in 45 games, he had 21 points, but last year in 56 games, he had 50. You mean
1: you points. mean Columbus stats you're looking at? Yeah. Sorry. 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 What did I say? Yeah, Winnipeg.
0: Oh, sorry. Um, so first year, 45 games played 21 points, uh, Second full year it was he he must have gotten hurt fifty six games fifty six points point per game yeah and then this year fifty five games fifty two points so he's still a point per game player so he's still okay well um yeah this I mean this guy still wasn't really given like a lot to work with there but I mean one one little fucking fantasy lottery ball. And you yeah. got a first line of Connor Bedard, Johnny Gaudreau, and Patty Lane. I mean, that's yeah. pretty fucking solid. I mean, that's some firepower. So
1: they still have um, like too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I was I was chilling with uh one of my buddies, Critch, the Death Wish guy, and he was showing me like the analytics of the website. And one of our most viewed blogs was written years ago, and it was talked about how Columbus was like the least desirable city. Do you remember that? Oh. And like everybody fucking went at. Uh, I think Wayland wrote it. Um, And it turns out, like, a lot of players actually, like, living there in terms of the city life, it's actually pretty decent. I
1: don't know. Got that small town feel, but still has all the conveniences and stuff of a major city. Right. 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 Um, So,
0: they're going to get a new coach. Maybe Connor Bernard. We'll see. Um, This was really cool. Craig Anderson, well, it's not cool that he hung him up, but he hung him up after a 20-year career. Yep. From Illinois, played 709 games, compiling record of 319, 275, and 73 for Chicago, Florida, Colorado, Ottawa, Washington, and Buffalo. Anderson also had 43 shutouts to go along with the 2.86 goals against, nine twelve save percentage. He won the Bill Maston Award in 2016-17 and has 20 points and 56 penalty minutes, which is pretty cool. So yeah. Craig Anderson, to me, was never a premier goalie, but I, I, he grinded his ass off, dude. Great
1: backup goalie.
0: Yeah, I think that he – he just grinded, man. Like, it was yep. one of those things where you wouldn't want him as your number one, but when you played them and, like, he was in net, you were kind of like, fuck, man. Like, he's yeah, because he'd, he'd have that odd game and, where
1: he'd have, like, 47 saves right. and win three to two, and you'd be like, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and and he's, by all accounts, a really nice guy.
1: Everybody loves him. I heard yeah. an interview of him on um 32 Thoughts, and it was awesome. Yeah, great interview.
0: Seems like a cool dude. Yeah, uh, it was cool because everybody gave him a hug, and then everybody from Ottawa gave him a hug.
1: Played there too. And yeah. I mean,
0: when you when you think of Craig Anderson, I think of him as a senator. What,
1: what yeah, you same, think? same for okay. sure. All right. And he was there. He was there to you know show Levi the the ropes a little bit. You know how to conduct yourself, how to you know do your day to day. So
0: right. So uh, yeah, stick taps to him. Good career. Yep. Uh New Jersey Devils Luke Hughes scored his first NHL goal on a nice wrap in overtime to give the Devils their franchise record 50 second win over Washington on the on the uh seasons last night. I nice think goal. I think I read somewhere that it took Jack and Quinn eight games to score their first goal. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, it was a nice goal. He's was- tall, he's really tall, Ranging. Mm-hmm. He's a little lanky. Uh, yeah. I like, I he like looks to like see a him. broomstick
1: with a jersey on, though. <laughs> I, would,
0: I would like to see him try to make that move when on. Yeah, this is on so the <laughs> Uh Speaking of Jacob Trouba, boy, I'm fucking on one tonight. The Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> if you guys remember, Jacob Trouba is the one that dismantled that franchise. <laughs> uh, they cleaned house. The Penguins announced that they have fired GM Ron Hextall, president of Hockey Ops Brian Burke, and assistant GM Chris Pryor. So Hextall – totally see that he did absolutely nothing who did he end up getting at the deadline it was some fucking no name weirdo
1: didn't he get um grandland yeah but he also didn't he bring back like uh ranton no ah whatever
0: i don't know i was talking about that uh the grandland one so for me one of the weirdest things sammy captain is that who they brought back Sammy captain they got Yeah. yeah, yeah 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 is that they traded fucking Marino for Ty Smith. And I don't think that that really ended up working out too well. Traded
1: with Mike Matheson too.
0: Yeah. So Hextall, dumb, dumb. what do you think about, well, first off, Ron Hextall never should have been in Pittsburgh.
1: That was like, I hate wow, that. him. That's because of Bobby Clark. Him, I mean, yeah, him and Bobby Clark had that whole fall. I out.
0: know, but I, I don't know. I still don't like it.
1: Um, What do you think about Brian Burke? I think Brian Burke probably just wanted to leave. I know, but what do you think about him as
0: like a, a guy? Oh, I you know,
1: think he's awesome. I, I fucking love him,
0: cool, I love how he never has to tie don. Like yeah. slick back hair, he'd be he'd be cool to talk to. But... So
1: here's one thing though, I didn't put on there. Um, all these other teams that let go coaches, they would say like, uh, you know, the Columbus Jack, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and Brad Larson have mutually agreed to part ways. Yeah, that's how they. That that was the terminology for every single coach that got turfed, mm-hmm. except for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was like, we have fired. I think they're just trying to like placate the fan base. Yeah.
0: And I, I read somewhere about the Mike Sullivan thing and I kind of got, I kind of dove into Pittsburgh Penguin Twitter the other day and it seemed like when they were winning, everybody liked Mike Sullivan. They said he was one of the best coaches in the league and and they, they all say what a fall from like grace. Like he used to be the best coach in the NHL. Now he's like a bottom three coach. It's amazing what happens when Jacob Trouba's on the ice. Um All right, moving on. Anaheim, they have secured the highest draft lottery odds for the first pick. Uh, They also announced that they will not renew head coach Dallas Egan. Four years with the club, he led the team to 100, 147 to 44 record, punctuated with the worst record in the NHL this season, and route to a franchise record 58 points.
1: That's a franchise record worst 58 points.
0: Yeah, so like I understand that they want to be like a cup contender, but I look at the guys on that team. I just I don't know. Like Zegras is fucking good. Uh, Troy Terry's good. Ryan is a good veteran presence. Frank, Frankie Vitrano
1: was able to put the puck in the net. Who's the uh, Who's the rookie? Uh, the big kid with the beard who looks like he's forty. Mason. Uh, uh, Mason. Uh, McTavish. Yeah, yeah, I like that kid.
0: Like I look at all those names and I just wonder how the fuck they finish below Arizona.
1: Oh, but no one tanks. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, but. And also Dallas Eakins, I feel like has never coached a good hockey
1: team. I don't know if that's, if that's on him though, or if that's situations he's found himself in.
0: Yeah. You know what I also just noticed? It's the uh, Stanley cup preview and you don't have your Bruins hat, the purple one.
1: On. Cause they're not playing. The hat is for the games. You wore it last podcast to show you the hat.
0: All right. Whatever you Listen, got. I have
1: a system. All right, man. Yeah. Um,
0: NHL, this is the first playoff season since 2006 that will not feature Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin. That's pretty crazy. 2006. Yeah. 17 years. A long fucking time. Yep. Um, Ovechkin, Washington, they announced that the club and head coach Peter Lavillette have mutually agreed to part ways. He was in Washington for three seasons 115, 78, and 27 record. But this year they went 35, 37, and 10 at their most losses since 2006, 2007. That was OV's like, second year.
1: He was only in Washington for three years. Seemed a lot longer, didn't it?
0: That's got to be a miracle, but... I don't think so. Oh, no, because...
1: He took over after Trots after the cup. Yes. No, I thought Reardon did. Oh, I hate them. I don't pay attention. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> or, only in sports
0: moment in the Ottawa-Pittsburgh game this Friday, brothers Matthew and Pierre Oliver Joseph got matching high-sticking penalties for high-sticking each other. Their parents were shown on the jumbo trot laughing as the players
1: headed uh, to their separate penalty
0: boxes in unison.
1: So, I was told that that was... Uh after this stock was done i was told that that was back in january but okay. i screwed that up it's a live a culpa. but hang on yeah. one second Did you yeah, yeah. Um, the fog hat slow ride dude you don't get any notifications
0: uh no why i'm very confused what's happening right now Brownie, what's going on right now? Nothing? No, I don't understand what that was. (laughs) Hold on. I'm not editing this
1: out. What's happening right now? (laughs) No, you shouldn't edit it out. What's going on? You got nothing going on on your screen? No. Come on. I really
0: don't. All
1: right, we're moving on. Wait, know. wait, wait, wait! Hold on,
0: oh, dude. It's been a minute, and I and you still haven't told me what this means. Hold I on. Look, okay. Oh no way. Yeah, <laughs> that's how. <laughs> <music>. Oh no <laughs> way. <laughs> so, boys? <laughs> wow, this just made my fucking day. How the entrance? Who picked out the music? How I did. Is that so? I have a funny story about that song, and this is why the song has a special place in my heart. There was one time when Hal, I don't know if Hal and I were in high school or college, we, we did like a chell basement like hang out. I slept at his house, whatever. He had a notification at like three o'clock in the morning that his old man purchased that song on iTunes. And, I, and I, it was like three o'clock in the morning, and I, I'll always remember that. So Hal, um, how's it going, buddy? This is sick. What's up, man?
2: Good dude. I'm happy to be here. I um honestly when Brownie asked me, I was honored. I I did a lot of yard work over the weekend. I hope you guys enjoyed the beautiful weather. And so I literally crushed like every hockey podcast under the sun, including your guys. And I heard the prediction of like that you were going to come back and do a second podcast in three days. And by like Saturday morning, it looked like Ted was on like a
1: quasi bender.
2: I was like, there's no way this is happening.
1: So we know it's funny you say that because I didn't hear from him at all Saturday. And I was like, "Uh oh. We made a lot of promises.
0: (laughs) No, I knew that we, I knew that we were doing it. Listen, man, vapor was a movie last night, but I'm here. I'm here. This is fucking sweet. I can't believe this. Now the- I I
1: jumped the gun by like thirty seconds, Hal. It would have been fucking perfect. I'm I do that. That was a pretty funny. He's about, looking at me. He's like, "There's about a minute and a half of Brownie just playing FaCat, laughing for no fucking reason." <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, "You don't see anything on your screen?" And he's like, "No, no." I'm
2: like, fucking- um, I'm, I'm sorry, Brownie. I no, 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 no.
1: Listen, that's the morning skate difference, right? Fucking. And sir. you know what
0: kind of socks is? I I did like a little like a weed soda thing, so I didn't know if I was just like super fucked up and what what. Was going on or not? Still don't kind of know. No, what's but, really,
1: no, what's really going to be funny is when we get sued for copyright infringement because we played too much a fog hat. No, <laughs> it was so worth it. Uh, so
0: was he brought on it was okay was house supposed to be at the beginning of this or is nope. this just, okay. he wanted to
1: come in right before the bruins part of the nhl the news
0: okay all right and well, he was
1: the one who told me about those brothers he's like that's back in january but you know it's a good story
0: wow this made my whole day look at the boys coming together this is <laughs> sick. uh boston bruins man uh Linus Lomark Oh my god, dude. Tied a franchise record with save percentage of season with 938%, tying uh, Tim Thomas back in 2010-11 for the best all-time for the Bruins. The squad also became the only team in NHL history to record five separate win streaks of seven plus games in a single season. It's a fucking wagon. I can't wait to talk about the them in the Panther series later takes. I see a lot of people picking the Bruins in 6, meaning that they would have to lose two games and the Bruins never lose games. So I thought that was uh, well, we'll talk about that later, but what, hand up. I could never have been more wrong about a goalie in my entire life. I remember when you guys signed this dude out of Buffalo, I was like, this guy sucks. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Like you have Swayman like what's going on. And he ended up fucking having a year. Do you see these donkeys saying that Sorokin should have the Vesna?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Or the, honestly, the reason I asked to come in, I feel passionately about this Elliot Friedman. I love 32 thoughts, but he's been pumping Connor Alebuck's tires for this award. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's two stats that like caught my eye on this. Not to derail this, but with like Olmark for the Vesna, and in no way, shape, or form, like I don't even know if Linus Olmark, like career wise, talent wise, it's Linus. like a... it's Linus. Linus.
1: Linus.
0: Linus. Linus. I like Linus personally. Like, that's not his
1: name. Yeah, I think yeah, I dude, I like Linus, Linus. Linus
0: too because isn't Linus the dude with the security blanket?
1: Yeah, yeah it does like a, a security
0: Linus? blanket.
2: <laughs> anyway, so Linus. Right, Um, when people are talking about Vesna, the last time a goalie had a triple crown, which is right, win, save, percentage, goals against, was Carey Hart. He won, or er, Carey Price, and he yeah, won that. the Hart. Right, oh, it's, like it's, he won the Hart like league it. MVP. And now yeah. Linus Olmark does the same thing, and he might not win the Vesna. And if you go a step further... Did they put
0: up similar numbers that year? I know, I know triple crown, but like, do you know off the top of your head? Because I mean, that's, I that's a really good stat to fucking break out, that like they're the
2: both, yeah. So, I do know that um, out of all goalies that have had 40-plus win seasons, uh, Linus Olmark has the highest save percentage ever, and second is Carey Price, and that was his hard season. So, I don't know who had more wins or goals against, but uh, Linus had a better save percentage. I just – I don't know, man. Just give the guy the trophy. Like, I know the Bruins are really good, but, like, how do you not vote for him, right? So,
1: it's funny you said that about uh, Friedman, because I heard the same podcast, and I was like, God damn it. And then I thought about it all day working. And of course I want Omar to win the Vezina, but then I was like, huh? And this is, we talked about this kid. I'm like, I wonder what Hellebuck is at odds to win the Vezina.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. He's 50 to uh, 56 to one. So I was like, well, I'm going to put down 20 bucks on Hellebuck to win the Vezina. Cause if Allmark doesn't maybe Hellebuck doesn't at least I'll make a thousand dollars. It's not a bad idea, especially with Elliot Friedman pumping the tires, dude. Well, I want, I'm like, I wonder how many other writers have those same kind of thoughts. All 32, of
0: 32 of them dude
1: um yeah, so. so yeah i mean okay
0: this is before we move on question game seven you can either have tim thomas or net or olmark who do you have in there? well Nett? i
2: mean tim thomas has already won a cup right yeah isn't so that, that's, that's, that's pretty much that's your whole richter one argument isn't it yeah 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 but, thomas, little, but yeah.
0: yeah but i'm also kind of a hardo about that like The only reason why I say Richter is because of the Cup. That's literally it. But, like, honestly, gun to the head. Like, if if I pick the wrong person, I die. I'm probably going to pick
1: It Thomas, I don't know. The thing about Thomas, as great as he was, that team was very different than this team. Mm -hmm. And it was a different game. And he... Who knows how many power plays he would have put the Vancouver Canucks on if it was played in today's NHL?
0: Yeah. I and I understand you guys like oh Mark. There was just something, there's just something cool about Tim Thomas. He oh, reminded yeah. me of like Charlie Kelly in that episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they're like selling gas to people and he's in the back of the car and he's like, Wild card, baby. And he like cut the brakes to the van and like jumped out the back. Like that's who Tim Thomas kind of reminds me of. If you never really know what the fuck that guy's gonna do. Remember when Sean Avery like kind of hit him in the back of the head and he fucking went nuts?
2: Yeah. Well, Speaking of uh, all the podcast I listened to, I was listening to uh, Cam and Strick and, mm-hmm. and they had Mark Recchi on and Mark Recchi was telling the story about how when they were in like the cup finals in 2011, um, all the team was supposed to stay at hotels before the game. Um, but the captains and Recchi knew that Tim Thomas was going home and they told and uh, they told Claude Julien before like game seven. There's like, well, he can just keep doing what he wants to do. <laughs> Six. but like claude julian i guess was like really pissed he's like why the hell didn't you guys tell me that he's like leaving the team mandate hotel and then the captain's are like are you mad and he was like no not really <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's funny you say that about being wrong too ken about all is uh there's a guy i used to play hockey with a buddy of mine who um He's on Facebook. He's one of those guys who's got hot takes like fucking 50 a day. I, I love Facebook Warriors, dude. And none of them are right. Like, he's it like, and at one point, he actually sent me a message. He texted me. He's like, man, why do you always comment ripping my stuff to shreds? I'm like, because you're a fucking moron <laughs> and you have children. So you shouldn't be doing this. Um, but he was like, hand up. <laughs> I was wrong about all marks. So I fucking commented. I'm like, buddy, you got to put both hands up and keep them up for a while if you're going to start doing that for all your stuff. <laughs> just like, yeah. uh Uh, all right women's world
0: brownie this this is kind of so i refuse to say czechia check the czech republic switzerland three to two to capture bronze medal yeah Um, i was earlier today alina mueller had she went four six and ten and seven games played was the young girl on the czech team
1: yeah yeah
0: like the 15 oh
1: yeah that girl i believe so yeah yeah because there was a 15 year old that was playing um. Yeah, Alina, man, she was. She threw. I think two punches tonight. She was not having it. The re- I don't know if it was the same officiating crew for both games. I I probably not because it's not like beer league where the same crew stays there. The 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 disparity amongst the officiating between the first game and the second game today was unbelievable. the uh, The Switzerland uh, Czechia uh, game was super inconsistent. But the Canadian-U.S. game, they were banging. It was like an NHL game. So, unfortunate. but
0: No, uh, and you just brought up the USA game. Uh, they won gold over Canada, 6-3. Hillary Knight, all-time scoring leader in the IIHF Women's Championship with 101 points, three goals tonight, first break, 100, two goals, 27 seconds apart. So
1: so Canada w- took a penalty and then one of the defensemen for Canada went to backhand it out of the zone and put it over the glass so it was two man uh two man down. Uh Knight scored a clapper from the high slot and then redirected one from the paint and it was two she scored two goals in 27 seconds. Sick.
0: USA, baby. And Aaron yeah. Frankel 24 saves to get the W. It's crazy how she's starting the most important game, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, funny. What's oh, that, and also the women's
0: donkey, world. What's that donkey's name again?
1: Nicole Haas. <laughs> she's Nicole. kind of the most proud ever for being an idiot on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, the women's worlds next year is in Utica. Is that near you?
2: <laughs> the odd?
1: Yeah, it really. Dude, Utica's like an hour and a half away. That's where they're playing next year. next April. The world? Yeah, the women's worlds. Dude, I would go to that. Yeah, I'll go. It'd be great. That'd be I, don't sick.
2: I don't know if I've been in that ring since I lost the state championship. Oh, no, <laughs> that's not true. We ventured back a couple of times. Yeah. Two quick things. One, that phenom girl you're talking about. Yep. She's from Slovakia. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. But Slovakia. there, is, there
1: is a young girl playing for Chechia, too.
0: I thought they're right Yeah, they're definitely, I think,
1: yeah.
2: Because there was, like,
0: back-to-back weeks where they came out with, like, they're, like, these really, like, younger girls on these teams that are sick. Mm-hmm.
2: The other thing I wanted to comment, I don't know if you guys saw, like, the celebration the national anthem after the game like hold the whole team like swaying loud loudly singing the national yeah. anthem good scene
1: uh, who was it there was someone being interviewed by Reagan's Saban Suvan from Bardown she was interviewing one of the US players and she's like it was her she's younger player i forget who it was she's like it was her first uh championship at any level and she's like, it is so great to win this. I'm so happy. And it's nothing better than winning it on Canada's soil. And I was like, nice.
0: Yeah, it's pretty oh, yeah. cool. I bet. all keep it going. The USA team probably handled it with class. They didn't smoke cigars on the ice and stuff like that. I mean, you can't just teach a winning culture. So um, shout out to the women. A plus. Love it uh this was cool new york rangers in the last home game of the season the rangers did their shirts off the back night captain jacob truba gave isaiah marquez green his jersey and then asked him to take a seat on the bench uh truba well actually i, I watched the video so the kid was like yeah i'm from what i he lived in winnipeg for a little bit so they kind of like whatever Truba's was like come over here so i sit down on the bench and isaiah i'm pretty sure his little sister passed away He's in the shootings
1: it's all in there yeah
0: yeah oh well, I'm going, I'm going off the top. Well, actually really? there's some good stuff in here. Uh, True informed him that the garden of dreams inspire scholarship board him a scholarship so that the 18 year old could graduate law school debt free. Uh, Marquez green is a Sandy hook survivor and his younger sister, Ava grace at the time was six was one of the 26 victims of the massacre. He also gave the, uh, the kid his personal phone number. He's like, don't give it out to anybody else. And he expects <laughs> to be invited to the graduation. He said throughout the course of the year, he's going to be keeping in touch with them. One of the, I thought, like that, that's I think that's who Jacob Truba is as a person. Like, I th- yeah, like he, yep. he fucking you, you can kind of argue different ways, but like when he was in Winnipeg, was one of the reasons he wanted to go to the States because his wife was a,
1: a doctor, I think. And are going like, to med school, right? Is that yeah. yeah,
0: and like he didn't have to do that, Like no, he didn't,
1: they didn't have to do this either.
0: Yeah, so it, it just there's little things about Truba, and like I understand he might not be the best skater in the league or whatever, but I've said this, and it's it's a different game, but he's the 2023 Scott Stevens of the league.
1: Like, you can make the argument that the Rangers salvaged their season the night he he torpedoed his bucket off the board. no hundred
0: percent, hundred percent. And I think they had the fifth the fifth best record in the NHL since then. Nice. Um, so yeah, it, that was a really cool thing to see. Uh, before we get into the Wayne Gretzky stat of the week, I just want to bring up the FDNY NYPD hockey game. Did you yep. guys get a chance to watch it? I think Hal did, right?
2: Yeah, I watched most of it.
0: It, so a couple things. I know, like, no free ads are giving anybody else like publicity or whatever. I thought Biz did a fucking great job. I thought that Jake Marsh kid actually. I, I think it was clear he doesn't know hockey that well, but you could tell like he was actually pretty decent. Um, it that was a wild game, dude. The the firefighters were up big. The cops battled back, and then there were two huge fights at the end of the game. Uh, I was shocked how good they were. Like it, did, it wasn't NHL level in terms of like pace, there, but like. It,
1: there are guys in Boston that get on departments because of how good they can play hockey.
0: No, I, yeah, but like, dude, it the pace was really good. Like, yeah. I, was, like I was shocked by it because I'm pretty sure there's a kid that went to Sienna who was on the FDNY team. Maybe not this year, but I know he had played in the past. So I, I kind of figured it was kind of going to be like a club hockey game. And I guess it kind of, yeah. I don't know, it was pretty fast. So yeah. what did you have on it, Hal? I thought it was fucking good
2: the the last fight at the end was great Um, Oh,
0: number 77 dude
2: yeah and i think 77 had fought before that's the thing that i do think is kind of funny i mean i love it like passion's awesome the game was good good presentation you're right it's just like it's funny to think that one guy like every day he's just clocking in clocking out and he's probably like the main reasons a firefighter is just so he can fight someone in front of 15,000 people on yeah, the yeah, he's still, he's still
0: he's still
1: engine company because he can play hockey.
2: He's the
0: Dylan McElrath of the firefighters. Uh, <laughs> a couple other things that, so cops, they dodge bullets, firefighters, they run into burning buildings like their nails, right? I could not believe that there were people wearing cages in that game. That blew my fucking mind. Like y- you guys are nail guns, like legit nail guns and you're going to put a cage on. I, I just thought that was kind of odd. I forget what the other thing I had. I, I All in all, man, I thought it was great. They packed the fucking building. Um, oh, this was the other thing. A lot of NHL players did like little videos supporting the FDNY, like uh, Zygris, Strom, Adam Fox. Somebody on the Bruins did because he said, I think somebody on the Bruins said his dad was a firefighter or some shit like that. And uh, there was not one video of them supporting the police. So, like, that was kind of a tough look for the cops, having, like, all these dudes being like, let's go fire, and not one person was like,
2: go cops. Yeah, I think, dude, I just, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but I I you think it's a political thing. I just think firefighters one of the few jobs in the world where, like, it's all credit and very little discipline. What they do is so hard to do, and it's not, like... They just respond to shit. I don't know.
1: You don't see a 300-pound firefighter ignoring traffic on his phone while he's doing a fucking detail, do you? Maybe <laughs> that's just a Massachusetts.
0: I just – I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Also, like, I feel like I would be a little bit afraid to fight a cop just because, like, like is he not going to fuck with me now?
2: True. I I was just thinking about this, dude. Have you thought at all about, like, maybe start become – Becoming a volunteer firefighter. A <laughs> I'm kind of shocked you're not a volunteer firefighter.
0: It's uh, I don't know, man. It, it, it's a commitment. Um, is it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is now.
0: I'm pretty, and I'm pretty fucking busy. So uh,
1: I think you have a minimum. You have to be an EMT now too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No shit.
0: Yeah. But... So all in all, I would have given it an A. Maybe not an A plus, but an A, and it was a good game. Battled back and forth, dude. It looked, it looked like the cops were just gonna get it fucking caved in. Like I thought it was gonna be like twelve
2: nothing. FD and then, I, the firefighters are still way better. Do you know, there were some, there of-
0: some big fucking hits too, dude. Like I bet, yeah. So that was pretty crazy. Um, all right, Wayne Gretzky stat of the week: If Gretzky never scored or scored a single in the NHL, he still would have recorded eleven straight hundred point seasons and won four scoring titles. i like this because I thought you were going to say he'd still lead the NHL in points, but this breaks down even more how crazy this
1: is. Oh, I don't know if I don't know where he would have fallen in the, overall. Just that he, way, no, that
0: he if he never scored a goal, he'd still have the most points in the NHL.
1: Is that true? Yeah, yeah. that's insane.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fucking nuts. Mm. Um, all right, playoff time. Uh, this computer might die, so we're just gonna kind of fucking figure it out. Uh, Eastern Conference, we're gonna start with your bees, dude. Uh, the Bruins are playing the Panthers. The Bruins were 65 12 and 5, 62 12 and 5. Panthers were 42 32 and 8. Head to head record on the year. The Bruins were 2 1 and 1. The Panthers were 2 2 and 0. Uh, if we kind of look in terms of stats, power play, uh, league rank 22.2 percent. That was the bees, they were 12th. Panthers were 22.8. Their league rank was 10. On the PK, the Bruins had the best penalty kill in the NHL, 87.3. And Florida had the 23rd worst. Um, goals four, Bruins were second with 3.67. Uh, Panthers were sixth with 3.51. And goals against 2.12, that's first in the league. Goals against for Panthers, 3.32, that was 21st. Um, let's talk shop, boys. What's going on?
1: You want to do talking points? You want to do predictions?
0: What do you want to do? Well, I I think we should do talking points and then predictions. I feel like that makes sure. sense. Uh So, you guys go first cuz I don't I watch the Rangers.
1: Go ahead, Hal. you
2: want
0: to?
1: Sure. And I I'm going
0: to so grab a charger for this computer so it stays on. So, go.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much there really is to discuss the way I looked at this series. Um Bruins dominant, right? Florida Panthers like and I don't know if you have the same feeling, Brownie. I know you and Ked on the last podcast talked about how you didn't really follow it too much. But it seemed like the Panthers, Penguins, and Islanders, none of them really wanted to make the playoffs. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Kind of a sad situation. Like you have Island-
1: I would say that there was a few guys on each team that were like, we are doing everything possible to make the playoffs. Like, I think Matthew Kachuk is one of those players. Agreed. I think Sid is one of those players, you know.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, I agree with Kachuk. He kind of put them on their back. Alex Lyons come out of nowhere, and he's probably the hottest goalie in the league right now. So you you think he's about that. starting game one, too. Yeah, I mean, so you think about that hot goalie coming in eighth place, nothing to lose, really. They were yep. first seed last year, blew it. Seems like it would be a tough matchup. I just don't know, man. I look at this on paper, and it's obvious to I me. Mean, I think it's just one of those keep it simple stupids, yep. right? Like, if you look at Florida's D, like, they have that Mahara guy. On the third pair, he's been a good pickup off waivers. Gustav Forsling is actually, in my opinion, pretty underrated. You have Montour, who he, like, takes chances, but I just feel like he's kind of a liability. And then their other 3D, Ekblad, is not the same player. That dude broke his leg too many times. Goudis is old, and then you have the stall, right? Like, yeah. you look at their bottom six, like, I just – the way for is get
1: fucking abused, dude. That's what I'm I just I think Tyler Bertuzzi is gonna fucking wreck him in the first <laughs> game and it's gonna be awesome. I like might come in my pants when I see that.
2: Yeah, I would yeah. say they have a little bit of snarl. They have right, Panthers have Lomberg. So that's that
1: that's one of my
0: if the Panthers are gonna win this series, to me, I think Lomberg needs to be the X factor.
1: Well the, the, the biggest thing against the Panthers, speaking of that same snarl, is that Sam Bennett's not playing. Sam Bennett would change the whole tone of this, I believe. I mean, Matthew Kachuk's a prick. I love him. We're gonna hate him by the end of this, you know, temporarily. Um, but he he is he is gonna be a pain in the dick. But the other thing, too, the Florida wins against Boston this year, both of them came versus Swayman. Olmark didn't lose to them. So talk about lying all you want, you know. And Lions never faced uh the pressure of uh uh of um of playoffs. You know, and
2: he's literally playing technically like the best regular season team ever in his first playoff series. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. I just think I don't know if you guys have anything else to that I, I have Bruins in six just because I feel like Florida is a weird team. Like if you want to talk atmospheres, Monday in Boston is going to be sick. Patriots day tomorrow. Uh, no one's working. Red Sox, Bruins, it'll be great. Rumor is the 10 year anniversary of the 2013 Red Sox are. They might be throw like doing like the banner with, the, like, way. Bruins. Um, so it'd be cool to see Jared Salt of Maki on the crowd or some shit like that. I don't know, man. I, I got Bruin Bruins in six, and I, I think it's gonna
1: maybe be four or five. So I originally wrote down Bruins in five, but then I read with this fucking donkey goodist was running his mouth, which annoyed the hell out of me. And then did you see what Paul Maurice said? Because I have it right here on my phone. Oh, I
0: saw, dude, I saw this. I I don't think it's real.
1: We will systematically deconstruct, frustrate, embarrass, and obliterate the Bruins one game at a time.
0: There's no way he said that.
1: It was on, TSN's one who put it out.
2: I mean, he could have said that, dude. That's the same guy who basically told the Winnipeg Jets, "Like you guys
1: suck, I suck, I'm out," and then went down to Fort. Lauderdale. I
0: want to erase, dude. So if
1: that's <laughs> if that if that put it this way, if a Bruin believes it is all that matters. It doesn't have to be true.
0: Oh, I have another X factor that you guys just didn't bring up, which I think is pretty funny. Patrice Bergeron. Is he out?
1: Brad Marchand said today, goes, he'll be fine. If he doesn't want to play, we'll be fine. Okay. exact quote. That Okay. Cool. Quote. Is Patrice Bergeron out. Uh,
2: I don't think, he, I don't think he is also Alex Barkov wasn't practicing today too. So something else to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, but wasn't go... there like a weird quote from Montgomery about like Bergeron like not playing? Sweetie am I and
1: Montgomery both said, basically said the same thing, They're like he knows his body. If Patrice needs a day off, he'll take a day off. So My take is, is I don't know. The so Bruins it... have
2: been dealing with cap circumvention for like three months now. It's getting confusing trying to get their story straight. All right.
1: Yeah. So and I also feel like I think this speaks to the fact that they're like, yeah. If you want to rest up a couple of days, we are pretty deep down the middle, and I think we'll be good these first two games. Pretty fucking cocky, dude. Cocky or confident? They have – oh, you know how every team has their little slogans? Yeah. Uh, the Bruins unveiled theirs. They didn't unveil it. Charlie Coyle was – a picture was taken of him after practice, and it said something like, trust the process. It's a fucking business trip. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not getting overly excited. Smooth.
2: Also, right. right. uh, one more one more X Factor I had. Brady Kachuk will not be drinking
1: beers in the stands. Yeah, well we talked about this year. So, <laughs> so uh, how would you say being what? Six. Ked? So,
0: do you want me to do like my character or what I actually think?
1: Well, this is what <laughs> I have to give to Kenton for him to make the graphics. So, it's up to you.
0: Oh, man. So one of them, I just want to... Do I love
1: this, just so everyone listening at home understands what's happening, Ken talking about his character is him separating and giving distance for when he says something so fucking stupid later in the podcast no. that he was like, I'm just trying to rile up the fans. That's my character.
0: No, so like everything in my body is saying Bruins in four. Mm-hmm. But I really want to say Panthers in seven. Just to like kind of annoy you guys, I don't know how it would happen. It like the the only way the Panthers win this series is if it's in seven games, right? Like I don't, I think we can all agree the the Panthers. There's so
1: much experience in seven games over on the Panthers. Is that no,
0: no? I'm just saying, like I don't think any of us can see the Panthers sweeping or the Panthers winning in five or winning in six. Like to me, if they win, it's going to be in seven. That Paul Maurice quote, if that's real life and that wasn't like a fucking joke, like that does a little bit for me. I it's going to, it's going to be bees and four, but like, I don't know who knows, dude, it's a playoffs What what do you want
1: me to give Ken?
0: Uh, Give me, give me Bruins and four. There you go. All right. Moving on. We good with that one. Yep. All right. The Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Tampa Bay lightning. Uh, Let's break down the lightning. We're 46, 30 and six least for 50, 21 and 11 uh, during this year, the Leafs were 2-0-1. The Lightning were 0-2-1. Zero, zero, uh, just kind of, I'm going to break down a little thing. The Leafs had the second-best power play in the league. Tampa had the third-best. PK, 12th and 15th. Goals, 4, 9, and 8. And then goals again, 7 and 14. So, Leafs definitely had a little bit better of a year than the Lightning. <sighs> okay, so Braden Point in the playoff scares me he's he's a fucking he's 50
1: goal scorer Braden point right
0: is such a fucking underlying pain in the ass to play against dude he's so fast and every time he's on the ice if he gets a puck and he's on the ice and he's full speed he's probably gonna fucking score uh i don't see fucking toronto winning dude and, I, and they should if you look at look at them on paper dude they have a better hockey team than the lightning. But if this fucking curse thing is real that everybody talks about, this would be fucking hilarious. If the lightning beats the leaves. like it would be unbelievable. The fact that they lost Tanner, you sucks. Cause I think they saw the least bulk, like get more scores and shit. And the lightning are like, okay, we're just going to fucking bully them. Then let's get Tanner. You him being out hurts. Tampa's got the experience. I know people are saying Vasilevsky's been a little bit leaky. He
1: has been, but he has he, been.
0: he's still one of the best goalies in the fucking league. Well, I
1: got a counterpoint for that Vasilevsky. Ilya Samsonov, his career in the playoffs is one in six.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Vasilevsky so, in, net, in net in Toronto or Tampa definitely has the advantage. Yep. Playoffs is a different breed. What type of Austin Matthews are we going to see? What type of Mitch Marner are we going to see? The fact that they have Ryan O'Reilly definitely helps. I know that we're kind of weird. He's going to be a big factor. He's very, very good in the playoffs.
1: Toronto's don't forget, don't team. forget about national champion uh, Chari. He'll, yeah. he'll bang out there. That's a big difference maker.
0: Toronto's D confuses me because I feel like they have like eight defensemen that could be a top six defenseman. So like I don't know who they're going to fucking end up going with. I have seen that Shen guy mix it up quite a fucking bit. Luke, day. Chen. Luke yeah. Shen. Um, but for me, I am going to go Tampa in six.
2: I'll rip. I'll rip mine really quick. This is easier. So I I agree with pretty much everything you said, and I'm, I have the same hesitations you do. One thing I will point out in last year's game seven series against the Bolts, Marner had eight points, Matthews has nine. They're both actually typically playoff performers, believe it or not. I know like, the way they look. It's like there's no way, but they still produce. They have a better bottom six. One concern for me on the leaf side is I saw that they're going O'Reilly on the second line, so it's going to be Bunting, Matthews, Lander, O'Reilly, O'Reilly, yeah. Travers, Nylander. My issue with that is if you look at their third line, it's Achari, Yarncrook, and Kerfoot. I don't know. Their bottom six to me at that point just isn't really like – Cup caliber, like to me, that's a fourth line. Like Molachari <laughs> is a fourth liner on a really mm. good team, in my opinion. Yeah. So I feel like they lack depth, but they have the stars. When I look at the Lightning, I dude, like if you look at their lineup, like their D Perbix, Radish, Ian Cole, like that's the weakest decor in a long time.
0: I like, I like it for them, yeah. I like Ian Cole Ruth, losing Ryan McDonough is huge gonna- and Pilot,
2: right? Yeah. And yeah. you look at like Perry Bellamore Maroon, like they mix it up against the Rangers and the Bruins, but they're older, dude. They're they're older, but they're experienced.
1: They have... Yeah, pop- the savviness,
2: yeah. The Stevie Y Lightning, right? Like, I feel like the big difference... I forget who they're... Who's their general manager now? Oh, free he has guy. a
0: French name, yep.
2: Yeah, exactly. Green French Green guy. guy, right? Like, when Stevie <laughs> Y was the general manager, they had guys like Tyler Johnson, Yanni Gord, right? Undrafted um, free agents. They don't have, like, any of those replacements. I just think this is the most beatable lightning team ever. I think the Leafs are unfortunately due. And I think when dynasties end, they don't die. They implode. So I am going Leafs in five. That was a poet. Wow. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is super random. I just said something French. Um, Brownie, I have a, an aunt, uh, Patrice. So I could have played.
1: Oh, nice. See, I wish no. you, we should have had this conversation six years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, my I agree with everything you guys have said for the most part. Um, I the other thing I think that no one's mentioned is there is no pressure on Tampa Bay whatsoever. Yeah, all the pressure is on Toronto, all the pressure, and Victor Hedman's still going to play 30 minutes a game.
2: You don't think there's some implied pressure when you've been the top dogs for so long and Nobody, people are starting to doubt you. you,
1: and then they went to a third. Yeah, not when you play the Maple Leafs either. Yeah, and all the pressure's on Toronto. And Bro, if we've the already Lightning... Seen Mitch Marner if, couldn't handle regular season pressure.
2: I think if the, if the Lightning loses the Leafs, they're going to get trolled to Bolivian, dude. Alex Killorn won't be able to hop on his jet ski for weeks.
1: Oh, fuck Alex Killorn. He'll probably if, drive around those stupid shoulder pads. If the, Lightning, if the Lightning can take the
0: first two games, dude like if they can split it's a big split in toronto it's a big ask but like let's say the first two games like Prada loses and Matthews and Marner don't show up like how are they gonna do on it? Yeah.
1: so um, I have I have Tampa in seven just because I want to see Toronto completely Just fucking meltdown, and there's nothing better than watching sad, crying Leafs fans in that stupid plaza.
2: Well, Brownie, not to get totally derailed, but that's why I want them to win. I want the Leafs so bad. If the
1: Bruins
2: Bruins are gonna have the perfect season, I want the Maple Leafs in the worst way, and this is probably gonna haunt me.
0: All right. I also like uh, that Sorelli guy. I think he's he's a Anthony Sorelli,
2: yeah, and he's healthy too. He only played like half a season. You're right on that, Sorelli.
1: Um. Okay. Next one. This, that that pick, though, between Toronto and Tampa is like the reverse Sophie's choice. Like, I hate both of you. Who do I want to not drown? You know what I mean?
0: I, I want the Leafs to drown, dude. Um, right. Devils, Rangers. Uh, Devils are 52, 22, and 8. The Rangers are 47, 22, and 13. The Devils uh, this year were 3-0 and 1. The Rangers were 1-2 and 1. Checking some shit out. Uh, power play, Devils were 13th, the Rangers were 7th. Penalty kill, Devils were 4th, the Rangers were 13th. Goals 4, Uh the Devils were 5th, the Rangers were 12th. Goals against, the Devils were 8th, the Rangers were 4th. I don't know. I don't know the Corsi. I have the Corsi stats up here. I just don't know what they mean, like CF. I, I want, like, zone entries and shit because I know that the Devils typically are very, very, very – let me talk. The Devils are a rush team. Like they like that I know, word. but I
1: think you have to toss Corsi in the playoffs.
0: I know. I'm just I'm trying to paint a picture that the Devils are very good getting the power. I'd
1: like to point out that he didn't mention the word Corsi until we we're talking about the Rangers series. The only time he uses the Corsi word. was
0: to support the Devils. This is
1: gonna support his his argument.
0: It supported the Devils. They they they're right. the best rush team in the NHL, is essentially what I was trying to tell you.
2: Analytics nerds love Adam Fox.
0: (laughs) All right. If you have a
2: TI-83 calculator, Fox ignores
0: I am going to go Rangers and six. Uh, You don't have
1: any talking points? That's just it.
0: Well, no, I'm going to go Rangers and six. I think that Jack Hughes had a hell of a year. It's going to be interesting to see him in the playoffs. I think, dude, I said this. We talked about him earlier. Jacob Truba has, he can throw one hit and it can change the entire series. If you look at what happened last year, Crosby, done. Uh, Jarvis, he fucking killed Jarvis, done. Like, I think that's good. Uh, Igor has really, you know, he's got, he found his game again. And if you look at the Rangers on paper, I mean, obviously they played a couple backup goalies last year in the playoffs, but they made it to the Eastern Conference finals. And you can't tell me that this team is significantly better than they were last year. Fourth line of Gaudreau, BC, and Tyler Mott's a pretty fucking good fourth line. The third line with the kids. Dude, I know that they haven't, you know, lit the fucking score sheet on fire, but in the playoffs, dude, there's something about those guys where they they find another level, which is nice to see. Tarasenko puts up a ton of points in the playoffs. They don't call Patrick Showtime Showtime, I, like I, they're good. They're really good, and I know the Devils are are good. I'm gonna be on uh, Jonas Siegenthaler. He, I picked him as going to be, he's going to be my whipping boy. I've already posted an Instagram photo of him and I tagged him and I asked him why he always has to look so fucking awkward. Uh, just, I, I think Rangers and six and, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I got. I'm pretty, I'm, I I, will say this. I am very excited that it's Rangers devils. I don't remember the last time the Rangers played a legit rival. Like when I think of their legit rivals, I think devils and Islanders. And I don't know the last time those guys have been the play. Well, with the Rangers and devils years ago with Henrique and shit, but. Uh, I think yeah. it's going to be good good for the Rangers,
2: I guess. I, I don't want to give away any picks or anything, but I was thinking this through. In theory, the Rangers could go like Rangers, Island, or they could go Devils, Islanders, and then Bruins. Yeah. If they went Devil, Islanders, Bruins, do you think that'd be the shortest amount of travel through three rounds of any Stanley Cup? Oh, wow. wow. I never even history. thought about yeah. that. Maybe That's a yeah. really
0: good fucking point,
2: dude. Yeah, it would be sick for them to play both teams. I'm, I'm excited for this series, too. We always talk about it. Like growing up in New York, it's so easy to make fun of Devils fans. It's like the easiest thing in the world, but they Do are kind know, of passionate. Hold on
1: one sec real quick, just because it made me think of this. You mm-hmm. wouldn't believe how many people have, have, I've heard from who love the idea of your Sean Avery statue right by the train for Devils fans. Yeah, they were I, like, yeah. that is the best thing I've ever heard. I think mean,
0: it's pretty sick. I've never met a, a Devils fan that had a Devils hat that wasn't a completely flat brim.
1: Dave <laughs> <Steve>, club
0: <clap. laughs> Flat brim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is a good one. Um, I feel like Ked's gonna troll us, Brownie. I don't know. do you want to go first? I, I, was I trolling.
1: I thought I no, thought I...
2: I meant to say I think Ked thinks we're gonna troll him. I don't oh, know. No, Brownie. no,
1: I so I, I think it comes down to a few things. I think if the it, it comes down to the speed, if if the if the Rangers can can keep up with the devil's attack enough to push <laughs> them wide on the rush, then I they'll be okay. And then the other the bigger question to me is can the devils grind? Yeah. right can they grind and then the last my last point is Igor Shosturkin, Mackenzie fucking Blackwood. I mean, come on well no they have that uh
2: vtech yeah Vanek
1: Vtech. so I, I to be honest with you, I think I think Blackwood had better numbers for the season. I, I will say
0: something that kind of bothers me a little bit and it's happened a lot to the point where like every game when he's on the ice in the defensive zone, I watch him specifically. Vincent Trocheck is trash in our D zone. He he. I don't know if it's a system that it's playing or it's still taking him time to adjust, but if they're in the D zone, he's always chasing chasing somebody or getting the wrong dude. So like, I'm um, if the Rangers can buckle up their D zone, they're really fine. But well, is he playing second,
1: second line level, minutes, Trocheck. Yeah, yeah. So think, oh, because the third lines a kids, right? Right. Yeah. I had Rangers in five. Honestly, I don't. I'm not impressed with the devil. Sorry, Boothar. But it's a good pick, Brownie.
2: Yeah, I I'm I think I'm pretty much on the same train. I will give props. Dougie Hamilton, like, he plays sheltered minutes still if you, like, look at the numbers, but I think it's a legitimate Norris season for him, like, candidate-wise. Probably his best season ever. Again, I hate the guy. I like Reeves Marino. Getting him for Ty Smith was, like, a crazy trade. Like, the devil's future is so bright. I, like, I love yes for Brent. I know Ked doesn't. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Uh, you have the Hughes brothers, Meyer, he's sheer – Mercer like it goes on and on Nemec but like I feel like it's just like the avalanche a couple years ago it's like you're not close and I'm not even saying there'll be the avalanche one day but I just feel like you have to get punched in the face a couple of times and figure it out and I think it'll be good for them and like you know uh respected sports pundit Frank the Tank was talking about his devils um and I'm pretty sure he said like basically just happy to be here like we'll get a couple wins like we'll consider it a victory for a season so I think as a devil's fan you have to look at it and realize the rangers are that have a deeper forward group better defenseman and a better goalie uh that's three strikes you're out so i have i have uh rangers in six but the only reason i did that is just the rivalry aspect i could see it going yeah. better
0: yeah those are great picks guys thank you for coming with like some professionalism
1: uh the on, i thought of them like, for a while. in seven
0: the next series, the Hurricanes and the Islanders. Uh, the a Hurricanes. Series were, that
1: no one in America wants to watch outside of these two fan bases.
0: 52, 21, and 9 for the Hurricanes. 42, 31, and 9 for the Islanders. The Hurricanes were 3 and 1, the Islanders were 1 and 3. Oh, of course, their Corsi stats. Fucking first for the Hurricanes and pretty much everything. Uh, 20th on the power play for the Hurricanes. 30th on the power play for the Islanders. Playoffs are a lot about special teams. Penalty kill. Uh, Carolina was second. Islanders were ninth, and then, yeah, I don't really give a shit about anything else. So, I've, I've heard talk that Barzell might be back. Barzell got um, game one. The Hurricanes did nothing to make their team better at the deadline, and then they lost
1: Vech-Mikov. Uh Can we count Pacioretty as a loss for them also? Yeah. I have,
0: oh, dude, I think I have the Islanders in six. They're dude. They're boring, bro. But they they do it.
2: Here's and Sorokin,
0: I- like, like you guys said that you were worried about Working and shit. Like
2: definitely, they definitely have the better goalie. They are boring. One thing that's funny though, and I don't like. I feel like everyone just pretends that Barry Trotz is still the coach of the Islanders. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like they still just act like it's Trotz system. Trotz is behind the bench. Like. I don't know. I go back and forth on this. Like, if we're being honest, how many points do the Islanders have? Like, 93? That usually, like, does not get you into the playoffs. They're not really a very good team. People are talking about their identity line. Their identity line has been trying to grind through first-round series for, like, 15 years now. You know what I mean? Like, I love Cal Clutterbuck, but does he still have the magic to pull off, like, an upset with the boys on the fourth line? Like, I don't know if I buy that. Obviously, Sorokin is great. And it's tough to get over the Sveshnikov injury. I just feel like, for whatever reason, everyone's low on the Canes right now, and I hate the Canes. And because everyone's low on the Canes, they're going to win. So I have Canes in seven, but I see them limping.
0: I can see Brent Burns being a big factor for them.
2: Hundred percent, Brent Burns. Like, don't like Brent Burns does not have a cup. Like I-, I remember Rod the Bot was talking about him a lot, basically saying like how much he wants it and how hard he's working. I mean. No offense to your boy, Tony D, but that's definitely an upgrade on the blue line this year.
1: Big time. So I was back and forth like you were, Hal, and uh, I uh, went the other way just because I fucking can't stand Brindamore. (laughs) No whiny twats on my Stanley Cup run. I have Islanders in seven. Right. And you can make the argument that Sorokin gives them that little bit of an edge that maybe that'll <laughs> win game seven.
2: I, for the record, I want Islanders Rangers in the second round so bad. Yeah. that. If, if the Eastern Conference is Isles Rangers, Bruins, Leafs, that's like a dream come true for everybody. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Um. All right, guys. That was Eastern Conference. Now we're going to do Western Conference. Um. We're going to start with the Avalanche and the Kraken. The Avalanche were 51, 24, and seven. The Kraken were 46, 28 and eight abs went one, one, and one. The Kraken went two, zero, and one. As we kind of break everything down, the abs had the sixth best best power play. Uh, Power play for Seattle was 21st. Their penalty kill was also 21st. But goals four, they were fourth. And goals against, they were 15th. Um, All right, so Elf in the Room, Landis out. That kind of sucks for the abs. I feel like they've been
1: so low-key this year. Do you guys feel that? You know what I didn't realize until I was looking to do this? You know your boy, Georgiev, has also 40 wins this year? That's fine. Watch him in the playoffs. No, no, I'm just that saying. Better numbers than Igor. am just saying. He has 40 wins. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know. You got the – you. well, you got – it's. they still have Nathan McKinnon. And they still got Kale McCarr. Even if Kale McCarr is banged up, they're still playing, right? And Colorado has been there before. Seattle. I mean, some of the guys have been. The thing about Seattle is they roll four lines and they score from the defense, so that's a that's a tough that's a tough thing for uh, Colorado, especially if they're a little banged up. Uh, but I just think that, I mean, McK- McKinnon's not fucking around. He he scored a hat trick the last game of the season to secure that top spot just to get the home ice, and he was, I mean, he's got that fucking intensity going like he always does. So, I personally have Colorado in five. And that's, I think, giving Seattle a break.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I actually – I was trying to talk my way through this one too because, like, Georgiev, right? We just touched on him. Do you trust him? You replace, like, uh, Kadri with who? Like, JT Comfer and the boys? Like, hmm. it, it's not the same team as last year. No captain. But it's just, like, the Seattle Kraken, good enough story. I'm sure they'll probably have a cool atmosphere. I find that rink very
1: aesthetically pleasing, if that makes sense. Um.
2: You see that thing
1: from the depths to the summit. I thought that was a cool little catchphrase.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just like, if you look at it at the end of the day, like Vince Dunn, another guy who maybe should get a little bit of Norris love, him and Adam Larson are the top pair on the crack. And both me really underrated D Larson's dad died when he was in Edmonton. He went through some shit. He signed this deal and I think he's a legitimate good top four, but they're going to have a heavy matchup. They're going to play a shit ton of minutes and like, I think this is the worst possible matchup for the Kraken because if you think about what the Kraken are good at, it's like speed. They just fly at you, right? Like Tano's on turbo, Tano's on the fourth line, like mm. it's just all coming in fast at you. But like I don't think there's a faster decor than like Makar and Gerard and like do you know what I mean? Like Taze, like their toes, toes, Taze. I, yeah. I just I don't see them getting by. it. So I have I have the abs in 5-2.
0: I'm going to take uh, the Avs in six. Uh, I do want to give Jared McCann a shout-out, dude. Did you guys know that he scored 40 goals this year?
2: Yeah, and that was something I wrote down, too, though. It's like, and shout-out Jared McCann. Like, do you think Jared McCann's going to light it up in the playoffs, though?
0: <laughs> no, I just – you know how, like, every year I pick a Western Conference team and I become a fake fan? Like, if Seattle wasn't in Seattle, if it was literally in any other city, I would probably be all aboard their train just because, like, I don't know. I think they're kind of a cool makeup of a team. Like, they kind of have sick jerseys. Like, I feel like they bang. I feel like they can grind if they need to. I like Maddie Beneers. But, I don't know. I think it's cool that they made the playoffs this early. And I love how, like, we're okay with Kraken making the – this is their – what, your second year? Yep. Yeah. And we were pissed about Vegas. So it's, it's pretty cool that Seattle in their second year made the playoffs. But it's like one of those things. I don't think the abs are going to go. They're not even going to sniff a Stanley Cup. But, like, I can, I can see them beating the Kraken. So abs and six.
2: I agree on the Cup thing, too, actually. I don't, I don't know who the possible matchup would be, but, like, I would not be shocked if they lose in the second round.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, next series, the Stars in the Wild. Uh, this season, the stars were two, zero and two, the wild were two and two. As we kind of break things down Dallas, uh, their power play is fifth. The wild is 15th The penalty kill. Third, the wilds is 10th. Uh, in terms of league rank, they beat the wild and everything that I can see right here. Power play, penalty kill goals, four goals against. Um, I just mentioned earlier how I become a fake fan. I'm going to be a Minnesota wild fan until Matt Zuccarello isn't there. Western conference wise, uh, I fucking dude. I tell you what, man. Like, they're just a fucking pain in the dick team to play against because you have high end skill with uh, Kaprizov, Zuk, Sick, Boldy's really good, and then you're got you got to deal with Felino and Reeves and I. I Erickson Eck is done for the playoffs. Did I make that up or is he hurt right now?
1: Week to week, week to week. Yeah, week to week. I was like, I didn't think he was done. <laughs>
0: He's, kind of, he's a fucking game changer, so that's a pretty big loss for them. But, like, Marc-Andre Fleury, I, I I don't know if we've had more of a roller coaster with a player since we started this podcast than Marc-Andre Fleury. But at the end of the day, I think we can all agree, like, the dude makes the playoffs. And, like, he
1: performs decently
0: well in the playoffs.
1: So I was reading something where they're saying that there's a chance that uh, Gustafson's going to get some games, too, in the series. I don't know. It, it could happen. And also, I fucking
0: love uh, Minnesota's coach, and I hate Dallas's coach. Uh, who's the Pete, Pete Bear, right? Pete DeBoer. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And then the wild coach is that crazy motherfucker. Dean Evanson. Yeah. Yeah. He's sick. So I'm going to go wild in six.
1: All right. Well, I'll go. I got, so th- this was another thing of, can the wild slow down the game and the stars, right? Cause the stars play go, go, go. And Minnesota, even Kaprizov, they all are like so defensively responsible and they just are suffocating. Uh, So I went back and forth on this. I just think that the high-end talent of Dallas is going to prove to be – I love Matt Boldy too. Um, I think the the stars are just going to – it's going to go to seven. And I think it's going to go to seven because of the experience in the Minnesota net. 'Cause I think Ottinger has proven himself. Uh, but <coughs> I'm gonna go Dallas and I went Dallas in uh seven.
0: Ottinger's is a game changer. I completely forgot about him until you just said that, but I'm still playing mm-hmm. Minnesota because I'm a Wild fan.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Flip side though, if
2: you look at Gustafson, I think Gustafson uh came over from Ottawa, nine thirty-eight save percentage since February. He's gonna be in the pipes, right? So yeah. I mean, like the wild have pretty good goaltending. You might even technically ride the hot hand, give the edge over Ottinger. I still believe in Ottinger. I am a fan of his. I just – I think, Ken, you mentioned it. Erickson Eck is, like, probably a very underrated defensive center. The the Wild have always been, like, low-key kind of weak at center. Like, I love Ryan Hartman, but sometimes he's, like, on the first line. It's like – Matt Cullen, dude. <laughs> Matt Cullen, exactly, yeah, right. dude. Like, Nico Koivu was, like, yeah. sick but not as cool as Saku. I just – Haynes Pavelski-Robertson <laughs> might be the best line in hockey or like top five, I guess that was probably a little bit of a crazy statement. Mason Marshman's coming back from injury. Him and Ty Domi are playing on the third line with Sagan. Like, Uh, Marshman's bodies. Bodies. Ben things bodies. If there's any, like, Domi, they have players that can handle what Minnesota's going to do, which is doing it up. I just, I'm with you, Ked. I love, I kind of love the Wild, too. I don't root for them, but it's like, that's like, people call Detroit hockey town. It's like Minneapolis is like hockey town. Like, that's Hockey USA to me. And so, like, I always want to see them succeed and not be boring, but I just don't – I don't see a way. Stars and six.
0: I will say this. If the Stars do get through, out of any team in the first round, I'm even saying the Bruins. Like, obviously the Bruins because in terms of they're probably going to win, but a team that you don't want to face in the playoffs is the Minnesota Wild because even if you beat them, the next round you're going to be feeling it. Like, those guys are going to fucking fix Every single one of their checks, like, you're going to have to fucking grind these games out. So – all right, so we're good with this one, correct? Yep, the golden knights versus the jets, and this sucks because I really wish it was the golden knights versus the fucking kings, but I digress. Um, so this season, the knights were 51, 22, and nine, the jets were 46, 33, and three, the knights went three and zero. the jets went oh, two and one. Uh, so we kind of go down here, Vegas with their stats 18, 19, 14, and 11. Uh, the the only one that kind of jumps out here is the Winnipeg's penalty kills six in the league, eighty two point four percent. Mark Stone's coming back. How fucking convenient. Jack Eichel's gonna be playing in his first fucking playoff. I don't care. I don't care about any of that. You want to know Thank why? You. you know who the X factor is? He is the only X factor in this series.
2: Whiteout kid, the all
0: American man, Connor Hellebuck. This guy can steal games whenever. On board, he, 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 can. On board. he can. He st- can. He fucking. He played lights out against the Rangers the last time the Rangers played the Jets. Um, and like Winnipeg is kind of like they're kind of like Minnesota in a way where it's like Canada's Minnesota. They also fucking grind, right? Like they really do. They still have some elite fucking talent there. Um, Kyle Connor's probably gonna score fucking eleven goals because that's what Kyle Connor does. And at the end of the day. I don't even know who Vegas's goalie is, but I do know who Allenberg. It's
2: Laurent Bressois is starting for Game Vegas. One. He's been pretty good, but one thing about Laurent Brassois, he is the most French Canadian name ever. You'd assume he's from Quebec, but he's actually from British Columbia, so he's kind of a fraud in my books. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. They um, can yeah. you know well, they a- a- say if
1: you have three goalies, you have no goalie.
2: I think you said the Jets are sixth in the league in penalty kill. One thing that caught my eye is I think Vegas is the only team in the playoffs that was in the bottom half of the league in both power play and penalty kill. Mm -hmm. So like, you got to have some special teams. Like, yeah, I, I don't really have any reason. Like, I'm just going to keep faithful to who I am on this podcast. I hate Vegas. (laughs) I hate that franchise. Give me the boys and girls in Winnipeg in the whiteout, just pounding beers in the parking lot over like the laser light show and David Blaine intermission. Like, It's (laughs) it's <laughs> night and day. I'll tell you what. I want a guy in free agents frenzy who's like, "Bring me to fucking Manitoba. I want to go win a cup there." Over the guy who's thinking about living on a golf course in Henderson, Los, Nevada. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going Jets in seven too. I don't have time for Vegas anymore.
1: Did you see that? Uh, Wait, did you say? Did you say Winnipeg in seven? Is that what your pick was? Yeah, that's is? what I had too. Yeah. hope you? Okay. Um,
0: Jack Eichel talked about the Vegas flu being real. Did you see that? That was like a no. that kind of came out recently, how like teams – I don't know. I just – to me, that they Vegas is playing just how the fucking Colorado – wow, Colorado Rockies did when they had the fucking field that you could just hit fucking – nobody could hit a home run. Or everybody hit a home run. Well, one was it? Everybody hit
1: a home run. Everybody hit a home run. Yeah. Like they had that home field, but
0: not in the fucking playoffs, dude. A so, right couple
1: yeah. of things you guys didn't hit on was that Nikolai Ehlers and Cole Perfetti are back. Well, Ehlers is probable, but those are two big key additions back. Uh And Winnipeg for the last month, have already been in that mental playoff mode state trying to get it. So I also had uh, Winnipeg in seven because I love Hellebuck.
0: Yeah, Hellebuck, he's the guy. Also, Mark Stone coming back, huge, but, like, is he okay? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, is he healthy? He have two
1: back surgeries, right?
0: That's insane, dude. Like, yeah. that's, that probably takes a toll, I would imagine.
2: Also, I've seen Bruce Cassidy juggernaut teams kind of flail pretty early in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Firsthand? Excuse me.
0: No. Um, all right. We have one more series. It is going to be the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings. This is going to be a good series, I think. Um, <clears throat> this year, Edmonton went 50, 23 and 9. The Kings went 47, 25 and 10. Head to head, they were both 2 and 2. Uh, as we kind of scroll down to the bottom, obviously the Oilers had the best uh, power play, but they were 20th in penalty kill, goals for, they were first, 17th in goals against. Uh, the Kings had the fourth best power play in the league. It's crazy. First 32.4, fourth 25.3. That's how fucking lethal the Oilers fucking power play is. Uh, penalty kill 24th in the league for the Kings. Uh, I think right there that, that solves it for me. Also just, I think the Oilers are going to be really hard to beat this year with McDavid playing the way he's playing. So I actually have Edmonton in five.
2: I'll keep it short and sweet. I have I have Oilers in four. I think people are really overthinking this shit. I think LA is a good team. Maybe a different matchup. I have them winning. I just, I'm not saying that the Oilers are like a crazy juggernaut. Like I feel like some people are kind of like really pumping me up being like, they have Nick Bukestad now. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There's still a shit ton of questions about the Edmonton Oilers, but they have, like you just said, they have the best power play. Of all time, like the Bruins are best team ever. That was the best power play of all time. They're going against a shitty power play team. Bad juju for the Kings getting rid of quick, like Corpus Allo. Are we, are we talking Corpus Allo and Phoenix Copley against McDavid in the first round? Like think that through folks. That's my opinion. Yeah. Oilers and four.
1: So I, I had that. There was some, it's a, it's a rematch, right. From last year, but there were some additions on both sides. You got Mateus Elcombe on D for the Oilers, which is a huge piece. But you also are starting Stuart Skinner in that, who's never been in the playoffs, right? As a rookie.
2: No, Mike Smith is nice.
1: Right. No, for sure. Uh, but he could always <laughs> have one game, you know, that he. Did. I I can't believe they didn't make
0: a rule where he just couldn't leave the crease last year. Like, <laughs> just stop touching the fucking puck, dude.
2: You I mean, remember all the Ale- or the Mike Smith fans coming at you last year?
1: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? <laughs> And then on the king side, you have Corpusalo backing up copy, like you said. You but you guys also they, they added Fiala up front, they got Gavrikov on D, and Drew Dowdy's back. So I don't know if it's gonna be as big a cakewalk as you guys both think. I have uh Edmonton in six just to give Alberta heart failure. Half of Alberta, that is. It's back
2: it's classy. Alright, guys, that's what we
0: had for the uh, for the playoff preview.
1: Um,
0: Dumping, no think we have anything?
1: No, doing? We, we were going to go into if you want to talk. We could do beer league if you want to do some beer league.
0: Uh, we, dude, we fucking lost tonight, four three. We tied we tied it up with like four minutes left, and then they went in and they literally just shot a puck on the ice that went in, and like we battled to tie it up. So that was rough. I sent you that video before. I, I wires crossed for me tonight a little bit. Uh, I think Hal knows this. I don't like being slashed on the hands. Like, I'd rather get hit or, like, something else happened to me than that, and I got a fucking mean slash on the hands, and I, I had the puck, and I literally just let the puck go away, and I went right after the kid, gave him a good cross check, just like Neil Pionk, uh, two minutes aside. Yeah, but the loss was hard, but I haven't played hockey. If you think about it, I was in St. Louis for fucking three weeks, and then it was Easter, so I haven't played hockey in over a month, and I was feeling it, and I was super hungover tonight. So, uh, but it'll be nice to kind of get back. I think we have one more week and then the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Kyle, you been playing?
2: I have been. I'm skipping this week. This is the age old question. Beer league game or your team's playoff game?
1: Oh,
2: We we have ice tomorrow, eight o'clock. I'm not going.
1: I haven't told you yet. We have one game left and they're dicking around with the schedule. And uh, so the captain sends out this text. He's like, there's ice tomorrow night. And everybody's like, No. (laughs) <laughs> the playing. Like what are you doing? Of course,
2: because so, no one wants the ice. Right, exactly.
0: So are you are you like that every game in the playoffs, or is it just yeah. it's game one? Like no matter what, if the Bruins on, you're skipping. Beer I told
1: them, I go. I'll see you Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And I go, please and thank you. It was my response.
0: So last year, I'm pretty sure I played in a softball game and the Rangers had a playoff game. Oh, huh, where'd that so get why you guy's in? lost? Yeah, no, I think I think oh, we won that game, but.
1: Yeah, We're talking series. Yeah. Did you guys win last year? No, but not, not due to me and Hal. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I was there for every game. No, I can tell yeah. you that much.
1: And um, the one game I was at in person was the one they won last year. Was that last year? The year before. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Now I don't know. Purple hat, so there's no last, last year, I went to game two.
0: And then I was thinking about going to the Carolina one. I didn't go. The Lightning one, I thought about going. If they made the cup, I was going to go. This year, I, I don't know what happened, but the tickets are so much more fucking expensive. Oh, one thing I did want to mention. Billy Joel was supposed to play a concert Saturday night, so they, they didn't know what the Rangers were going to do. And they told, hey, Billy, hit the fucking road, dude. So the we Rangers gave you were-
1: a banner, so you can come back anytime, buddy.
0: I thought that was cool. So, like, you know how yours is trust the process? Ours is Billy Joel. Get the fuck out.
2: He <laughs> probably still got paid.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he had,
2: doesn't he just have like a lifetime contract with MSG or something? No,
0: I'm, I, listen, man, I, I don't think that they would, but I was just really happy that they didn't let Billy Joel Boston. In. That oh, hey,
1: sorry. I know we don't do dump and change, but I did see today. Remember the guy we talked about with the Dodgers? Yes. With all the mental health issues, mm-hmm. they re-signed him. Oh. So he has another year of insurance so he can uh, get treatment. I, I, thought that, about, I, thought that's what, I thought that's what we talked about. They that was up through this year. This year uh, they okay, them. Yeah.
0: All right. Um. But yeah, that's what we have for that. Other than that, we good. Yeah, three stars. <laughs> yeah, we'll do three stars.
1: All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you, as always. Our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers' hometown hockey. All
0: right. So. We're going to do wildest playoff predictions. I'm going to just put my head up and say, hey, I haven't done this, so I'm going to do it on the fly. So
1: what do we have for you guys, three stars? Uh, I don't know if this is wild, but uh, your boy Jack Hughes disappears like mist on a sunny day in the New York Rangers series. I'd like that's my that's my third star. All right, Hal, do you have stars prepared? Yeah,
2: my my third star. This isn't really on the theme brownie. I promise you, my other two are. But my third star is. I'm going to predict that I'm going to continue to use Keds TNT subscription that he sent me in November. <laughs> that I'm very thankful. He never or his family never changed the password to. Thank you so much.
1: I and yeah, I After I, the first round, it's all in. TNF, they have
2: the cup right? finals and like everything, and they're all well, the fine.
0: And you want to know what? How I tip my cap to you because I've been using your HBO Max for about three years now. So that's what that is what we call a
2: mutual. Wait, wait, hold
0: on, dude. Did did you watch Succession tonight?
2: No. Wow,
0: it. that's big, dude. Are you gonna watch it after? You think or no? You already watched it? No, I haven't either. But I I can't believe that you skipped Succession to come on the pod. Dude. That's very brave of you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna be up late anyway. So fair enough. All right, so let's see here. Um, I think okay. I don't know if it's a a wild prediction, but I, no, I, just, I think Matt Boldy leads the wild in points in the playoffs. I think he's going to have a fucking really big playoff. There's something about that kid. I just think he's he's got it. So, it's my third start.
1: Uh, you know, this is what bugs me every year at this time. The Bruins are going to be on Nessun for the first round, and then it goes to the national networks. Why can't we get it? So, I would pay to have Jack and Brick all the way through. No, I would, too. I, why don't they make that option?
0: I, I'm i like, <clears throat> I just really don't want to hear Ray Ferraro tell me why the Rangers
1: suck. That's like. Because at some point I'm going to get so angry at fucking Ed Olczyk.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of people. I mean, like I usually the other thing, too, is I like watching like intermission sometimes Where like if I'm going to watch PK and Chelios talk about best dress of the night, I'm going to have to throw my remote oh, to the good. TV. Yeah, yep, that's a good one.
1: Well that'll be your devil's talk, right? He that he humps those fucking guys up. Jesus Christ. Um, My turn. Yeah. Sure.
2: Did you was so what was your second star?
1: Who? You. Me? Yeah. Did you know not go? I was just saying that I was just oh, I you, you, dude. I'm sorry. Hell, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that
0: you on. said that because I didn't remember it either. And again, that was I, crass mean, I, I just got it up.
1: Brownie, you're up. <laughs> oh, I'm up? All right. So uh so this is like a two-parter. So I think that Hellebuck is going to go off. And it's going to be – he's going to be so locked in that he is going to knock out Edmonton in the second round because Edmonton is going to get the shit beat out of him in the against the Kings. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think Hellebuck's going to – they're going to win the, – the Jets are going to win the first round, and then Hellebuck is going to beat the Oilers in the second round. Sorry, oh. Kenton.
2: I like that. That's a good one. I um, Mine, geez, that was actually a good one. My, mine is, uh, did you guys see Vince McMahon, uh, his like new haircut and his like new look? And his mustache. Does he have a
1: mustache now or something?
2: He looks great. So I was thinking about it. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Gary Bettman has been feeling himself this year. Like when he was talking about how the polls were saying the fans love the boards on the ads and <laughs> yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. thinks this shit doesn't stink anymore. He's an untouchable man. So I think he probably saw Vince McMahon. I think Gary Bettman's going to rebrand. I was thinking spray tan, new haircut, and he's going to get cheered when he brings out the cup this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that might be the wildest prediction of all time. <laughs> right. you Don't you think if, if Gary Bettman, like,
2: rebranded, wouldn't that be
1: sick? Wouldn't I'm, you pretty, I'm fairly confident his family boos him when he walks into a room.
0: Maybe, maybe he puts on, like, glasses.
1: Comes out with a mustache.
0: <laughs> just glasses. Like glasses, mustache. Like, oh, yeah. like every
1: 90s movie when, What's oh, that girl's name? such a nerd. Oh, wait, she's yeah. beautiful. Dude.
2: Yeah. he just like a slim cut Italian suit. You know what I mean? Toupee.
1: <laughs> and,
0: and like a toddler size. Um, <laughs> my second star is a uh, backpedal Beau Horvat. I think he's gonna go off for the Islanders. I got a fucking weird feeling he's gonna pot like seven goals or something. Him shield. and Barzell. I think Bill Horvat's gonna have a good playoff.
2: I don't hate it. Do you know who he's playing with? No, you know I he
1: was with Barzell before Barzell got hurt. And what's your buddy there? The professor, what do you call him? Oh, this uh the, the, the scientist. Wasn't it the three of them?
0: Brock Nelson. Um, I'm unsure. Makes guy sense. looks like guy looks like fucking Frankenstein.
2: In theory, though, if if Bo Horvat pots seven goals, that means he's probably potting a couple against the Rangers.
0: Yep. Love it. What do you got for your first star, Brownie? Oh, I was looking
1: up the Islanders quick. All right, can I do my first star then? I feel like oh, here right. I got it right here. Yeah, you can. But here it's so the first line is Lee, Horvat with Barzal, and then Engvall, Nelson, and Paul Palmieri. That's your top six.
0: Oh god, that's a bad top six, dude.
1: Pierre Angval, on the left
0: wing. Holy shit, dude! I think I just... I might. That's change. why
2: I picked the Canes, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm changing that. No, can't. you can't. It's already locked. Really? I didn't know the lines, dude. I, you're I, an
2: I, Isles I, guy.
1: You should have looked up the lines. It's written in pen. Wow,
2: Hudson Fashing on the third line, bro. They're going off. Is that crazy? Zach Parise.
1: Zach Parise. Yeah. Damn. All man, right, man. so my number one storyline is Ryan O'Reilly leads Toronto in points for however long they're playing. It becomes the fan favorite, the factor. Everybody loves him. It gets under crybaby Austin Matthews skin so much that once the Leafs get dusted in round one, Matthews comes out and flat out states that he's not resigning with the Leafs.
0: I don't think that'll ever happen but if it did that'd be so fucking cool.
1: I just think it would be fucking great if it happened. Awesome. And, O'Reilly, and, and Ryan O'Reilly says he's re-upping, which then they start scrambling about money and that's what leads to Austin Matthews going. Yeah, to I'm not going to New York.
2: No, yeah. if Austin Matthews gets traded anywhere it's a place where he can wear flip-flops year It's
1: Arizona. He's going to save Arizona. Cuz Gary's got his hand in that. 100%. I don't which I don't
2: hate be? that one um i just hate ryan o'reilly so that was kind of tough for me to hear uh first one oh yeah this was a good one i'm glad i came up with this one my first star is that jacob truba is finally gonna have karma come back on him he's gonna catch a guy with his head down i was thinking first or second maybe even third round uh he's gonna clip him with an elbow to the head two five ten rangers will lose the game he'll be suspended for the rest of the series in comes harper and mikola playing more minutes in the ranger season tanks thanks to jacob truba
1: I feel like that is plausible really it's plausible it's, it's it's very good it was well thought out it was it's plausible for sure and it was it was like a shot at ked huge
2: and like I don't even hate I don't even hate Truba I just feel like in Ked you had like the way george wouldn't it be ironic if, if jacob truba throws a huge hit and george parros gives him like six games dude that's your <laughs> reality it sounds it sounds like it could oh happen
1: oh my god all of a sudden george parros starts listening to all his voicemails and he's like motherfucker this kid's a new york rangers
0: fan <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty brutal
1: um, before Look at I get, the undefeated your face. <laughs> before
0: I get into my first star, I also want to bring up that Cadre's not going to be in the playoffs this year. So suspension wise, that's kind of what I thought. Do you think we're going to see a lot of suspensions this year? Oh, only if Hal's true.
2: It's only I don't know. I feel like suspensions are a first round thing. You know what I mean? Like Revo, I can see somebody on the wild yeah. maybe picking up a couple. Um Felino. Yeah, Felino.
1: Like Revo. I, Revo, yeah. God
2: forbid AJ Greer gets in the lineup. Who knows of that? <laughs> uh my first star is Connor
0: McDavid wins the con Smythe
1: on a losing team.
2: Oh, that's interesting. That's probably the
1: most that could be the most accurate. Does that I happen? happened, that I, happened think, I think, before.
2: J.S. Shiger,
1: I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So I could see that happening. I could see the Oilers either losing to the, the Rangers or the Bruins or anybody. And McDavid has like 50 playoff points and you, you still have to
1: give it to him. He might get 50 playoff points and still get bounced by the Jets in the second round.
2: Not to, <laughs> not to elongate this, um, but do you guys, like, is there one team in the West that you think, who do you think has the best chance of beating the Oilers out of the West? The Minnesota
0: Wild. Or the Winnipeg Jets, like the Wild because they can grind, and the Jets because they have the best goalie. But like, dude, I forgot about Ottinger. If the Dallas Stars somehow make it through, he was electric last year in the playoffs, dude. He was really good. And you you mentioned that line of Pazelski, uh yeah. Robertson, and who's centering them? Mm-hmm. Is it Sagan?
1: Um, maybe I don't know. Didn't Jamie Ben go off for like 30 goals this year, too?
2: Yeah, Jamie Ben had the weirdest comeback of all time, all for a guy who doesn't eat box.
1: Stay out of the box, Jamie.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't envision this podcast being an hour and a half, but I think we covered a lot of shit. Yeah. I'm pumped up for the playoffs. Um, It's going to be the exact moment. We're caught up on hockey right now. On I'm Tuesday, sure. I can't wait to fucking get out of the gym, go to Stewart's, get a couple of deli dogs, the sheriff dogs, sit down and watch fucking game one. It's going to be, it's going to be fucking electric. So. Um, you yeah, guys, anything else for our listeners? Or
1: sad That's fact it. for me, I may be watching the game in the basement because I woke my daughter up a number of times last year watching NHL playoffs.
0: Have her sleep in the
1: basement. <laughs> it's too cold. I'm gonna be sitting on this pathetic school stool watching this TV up there.
0: You want to know what though, dude? Like that screams Boston Bruins Stanley Cup. Like the fact that you have to do it in, in like in your basement. I feel like you have like a radio and you're like you're listening to the radio. You might do that if it's I will in the second round. What's so <laughs> Doing that, dude? That'd be funny.
1: Do you know when the Bruins won the cup in uh 2011? I had the same like meal in the finals every game even when they lost i'm like i'm sticking with it i got the same meal me and my dog sat on the couch people like you want to come out to the bar i'm like no like oh do you want to hey i'll come over to your house i'm like no dude like, people, I that,
0: people that go to the fucking bar to watch their game is so fucking stupid the only way i could see that is if i lived in new york city and like I could see me going to a Rangers bar to watch a game. I I think that'd be cool. But, like, being in Saratoga, going to a bar to watch a Rangers game.
2: Do you remember, uh, Brownie, you remember the series against the Senators? must have been, like, 15, 16. It was the first round they lost. It was when Charlie McAvoy came out of BU, the Bruins Mm -hmm. lost to the Senators in the first round. I was in San Diego with Ked and Rex. And we had tickets to the Padres game, but we—I think we missed the whole Padres game. I think we got there in the eighth inning because the Bruins, Sean Corrali, scored in overtime. And like, we like the game was about to end, and we're like, "All right, we'll get there in the third inning." And then it was like overtime, overtime, (laughs) nightmare of a day for me.
1: There was a that reminded me of a story I saw years ago. I was in this bar up in Marlboro, a few towns over, which unfortunately, greatest bar in the world, it closed down. Shout out to the four hundred one. But we were in there one night, me and I think it was just me and the bartender who I knew. We were buddies and we'd locked the door and we were just drinking beers. I think we were making food. There was a game. I think it was Minnesota. It went to like triple overtime. I mean, I'm talking like 18, 20 years ago. Wild abs. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Is that what it was? Yeah. So it was like a commercial break. And he's like, I'm going to grab something in the kitchen. I'm going to, and I go, I'm going to take a piss. We were walking back and we heard the fucking goal. And we are like, we have sat here for two whole fucking games and we missed the game winner. Yeah, it was the worst. Sad.
0: Pretty cool that you know a bar, bar owner that you can just close the door, lock it up, and have beers and food and watch hockey.
1: Dude, the amount of times I've been locked in bars in my life is probably more time than I've been in bars. That's pretty funny. cool. <laughs> I worked in the industry, so you'd always lock the doors and you'd stay in there all night. You know. Oh,
2: yeah. oh, yeah! I totally misunderstood that. I was thinking of our buddy. I had a Church, buddy, Church. <laughs> Marty, yeah. He, we used to work at a bar together, and this was after he stopped working there. And this the, is allegedly, we by the way. We went out downtown, and at the at this bar, there was like
1: downtown. A- you mean New York City? In Saratoga, no, in of oh. New
2: York, there's like this like downstairs entrance, and if you go to the left, there's a walking cooler. And he like got in there at three 30 in the morning and fell asleep in the walking cooler at his ex employer.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> like all time story. Walking he around. the
0: next day, his phone was dead in a basement, dark as fuck, having no idea what the fuck was going on.
1: <laughs> but probably he slept like a champ, <laughs> nice and cool. <laughs> if, you, no if, you
0: know, if you knew Karsy, you know he's he slept like a champ, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do we?
0: What else do we have?
1: Oh, that's it for us, as always. Well, thank everybody for listening. Make sure to check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, like, all that jazz. Wow, that. Check out the blogs. The bloggers have been cranking them out. Uh, If you're interested in advertising, now's the time to hop on for a nine-week playoff run. We got a nice package in place. Right? We uh, Live ad reads, logos mixed everywhere. And, uh, yeah, besides that, Jerome McGinley, if you're out there listening, buddy. You can come sit on my couch and watch the game with me anytime, pal.
0: Pal, <laughs> do you have anything, dude? You want to suck Tom Pody's toes, or are you good?
2: <laughs> oh, thanks for having me, boys. That was fun. I do. I have. To, I have to run though. I, I can't be an absentee father anymore. But it was great to be back. Love the playoffs, <laughs> Ked. Good luck to your Rangers. I mean that wholeheartedly. Good luck to the bees, uh, boys. And let's go, Bees.
0: All right. There you go. That's Thank it. you guys for tuning in. We will talk to you in probably about a week.